Before we begin, remember to smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't, and share this with anyone who you think needs to hear this message. Also, if you want to support the channel, you can become a member, and you will get access to weekly Q&As and the exclusive CoffeeCast podcast, where we'll answer those questions. Now that we've had that out of the way, let's begin. Now I'm noticing I'm sounding significantly more British in that video than I normally do. You sound educated, too. <laughs> well, one of these is false. <laughs> it's not not true. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> How have you been, Rob? I've been good, Jack. Um, mm. Something at work happened the other day that was actually kind of funny. Okay. So mm. I go to a customer and they had a thing called a purge, which is where they'll have boxes of shit that needs to be shredded. Mm. Okay. Quite a few boxes. So I get there and there's the boss, like the big boss of, of the facility. He's there and his, uh, her, his secretary, receptionist, office admin, uh, whatever title you want to throw at her. She's there and she's kind of coordinating that, yes, these are the boxes that need to go. Don't mess with these other boxes. So I'm dumping them in my container to take them out and shred them. And she turns around and she's like, ah, oh, it must feel so good to, you know, get rid of this stuff. And I kind of looked at her and the boss looked at me and looked at her. And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, well, doesn't it feel good for you to, you know, to pick up other people's stuff and get rid of it? And the boss and I looked right at each other and he looked at her and he goes, it's a job. And I was like, exactly. It's a job. I was like, I feel good when I clean up my house. Yes. But other people's shit, I could give a fuck. I don't care. I, I do this. It's not because of activism and you know, carbon footprint and saving the environment. I do it because it fucking pays well. Cardboard matters. Yeah, you know, but that that's what was so funny because, you know, she was, you could tell she was kind of an activist about it and was being all kind of passionate about it. And I'm just like, this pays the fucking bills. If, if you guys didn't pay the bill to pay my wage, I would be doing something else. I don't give a shit about your garbage. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> It's a job. <laughs> um, no, seriously, they always have to feel passionate about it. I feel so passionate about my job. Really, is my meaning. And then I'm like, how's your kids? And then, well, guess what happens? Oh, they probably, they probably don't down. have them or they're out of the house or whatever. You know, so what I wanted to tell you. So past Sunday, I had a day. Okay. Past Sunday, I had a day. Now, me... Smart motherfucker that I am. Do not educated. Educated. Okay, so that's that's the sophisticated version of smart motherfucker. Okay. You're a very verbose motherfucker while you're at it, but anyway. This is true. But okay, educated as I am, I do not mention politics to women. No, no, there's no point in doing that. I do not mention activism. I do not mention politics. I do not mention anything of the sort. I am funny. I am charming. I am sexy as fuck. Now, after I bang the shit out of them, that goes out the window because don't care, God laid. I mean, then you can just share your opinion. The thing is, I still don't start mentioning it. 
The problem these days, and I don't know if you are experiencing this, and I'd like to know from the chat if they are experiencing this, they bring it up themselves. No. Seriously, I had pillow talk with her. And all of a sudden she's like, hey, I didn't ask, who do you vote for? I'm like, what? Nope. Nope. I, I Seriously, I don't have that issue. The women I bang, I guess, do not give a fuck about politics or saving the earth or carbon footprint or any of that bullshit. They, they don't care. They, they're totally, they're either completely disinterested in it mm. or... Like in the case of Teriyaki, when she got her ballot to vote and she was looking at all the candidates and all the different bullshit, she actually asked me like, who do I vote for? What do I vote for? And I'm like, oh, I can help you there. And I was just telling her, well, vote for this one. Don't vote for that one. Don't vote for any of these assholes. Vote for that one. And then th there you go. And she's like, thanks. And that was that. But otherwise I've, I've literally, I've heard about this phenomenon before. You're not the first guy who's mentioned women during pillow talk or whatever it may be getting into politics and who and what you voted for. I've never encountered it personally, hmm. but that's, that's me. The women I tend to go after really have zero interest in politics. Hmm. So. Yeah. Now I've been getting it more and more and it started about activism and political issues and i'm like can't you be nice just i mean i've said this before like when a girl walks in here it's not a word about the ships not even afterwards where it's like oh so you collect ships no it's dick and once they've had dick it's like politics it's like why <laughs> why that must be a European thing is all I can figure that. And well, Dre apparently has had it too. So wherever Dre is, it must be a European and Dre thing. So uh, maybe, maybe it's the age thing. I don't know. I don't maybe. Know. I, I don't know. You know, I, but I've, I I've, I've dated women your age and younger and they've never brought it up either. So I, yeah. but the, the weird thing was, and seriously, one of my best friends put it best because we have the VVD as the uh, current ruling party. <laughs> yeah. The VVD. Uh, what does it even stand for? I don't even know what it stands for anymore. The very this, venereal disease. <laughs> well, when you look at what they're doing, yeah, pretty much. But okay. Um, they've been in power for like 12 years or something. And they were classical liberal in the beginning. So classical European liberals, yeah. not the liberals you and I know. But through the years, they've gone more and more over left. So the weird thing was, this girl was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm of the VVD. And I'm like, okay. And she started mentioning all these things. Did you, did you wear a rubber jack? I always do. Okay. Just making sure if she's telling you she's got VD, you probably ought to wear a rubber. <laughs> I, I, I forgot what it stands for. I don't even care. I'm not voting for them anyway. But okay. She tells me that. And then she mentions all these, uh, you know, these things, these um, liberal things. What do you name them? Um, as in these commie things, these social social problems and whatever and blah blah blah. She even started talking about institutionalized racism. So I told oh, my boy. so I told my good friend about this, who already doesn't like that party. I'm like, so she votes for them, but she stands for all of this. And he looks at me, well, this just proves how much that party sucks now, doesn't it? I've been <laughs> telling you this. 
<laughs> they're not on the classical liberal side anymore. So, well, okay, that is very true. So, uh, where was I? Weird thing was, so she asked me that, and I looked at her, and I'm like, well, I actually said this, by the way. I'm like, well, don't care, God laid. I'm actually pretty far on the right. <laughs> and then afterwards, I got laid two times again. <laughs> so, that's how it always goes. Yeah, remember that Twitter thread a while back? Like, I'm an advocate Biden photo, but I'd love to get rammed by a Republican. <laughs> that's every girl's fantasy because all girls are inherently leftist by nature. And so yeah. that's, dude, er, seriously, every woman I've met, none are, they, none start off on the right. None. I know. I when, know. When they're in their natural feral state, they all, they all go left. That's just, they're hardwired for it, I guess. And mm. the only way they end up going right is it's through either their dad or an older brother or their man. That's, that's the only way they go to the right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Hold on. Uh, Bacon for the 223 Super Chat. Thank you very much. BLM politics and daily profiles. FD winning, no. But this one didn't have that. No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm watching that. Like, do you have politics in your profile? But okay. For some odd reason, they wanted to talk about that and equality and blah, 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 whatever. But all in all, I, I had fun. She was... How do I phrase that? Even though she was absolutely wrong, she was well-educated on the subject, as in... So she was could... a well-versed idiot, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, a well-versed one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give you the easy way out of that talk, okay? So yeah. you get done with all your bumping uglies, and you're, you, you've thrown the condom in the toilet and flushed it, and you're laying there, and she's you know got her head on your chest, and... You're kind of stroking her hair because it's pillow talk time, okay? And and she's rubbing your chest and she's like, Daddy, let's talk politics. This is what <laughs> you need to do, okay? I'm going to show you. This is what you need to do. You don't even have to say anything, Jack. But this is this is you right, before, right as she's about to say it. This is you all stroking her hair and yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, Daddy... Let's talk politics. And then you go. It's <laughs> all you got to do. Just start snoring and, and it's over. You just go to bed. That's right. Whether but you're okay. asleep or not doesn't matter. You just, you just fake it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. <laughs> I do. Although I do like the conversations every now and then. I think it's just weird that they do it. Where it's like, why do you care about politics? But they're brainwashed. They're absolutely brainwashed into thinking that this gives a woman value for some odd reason. Or anyone for that matter. It's like. Oh, I have a political opinion. Okay, good for you. So this isn't exclusive. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Um, I told myself, don't text again after a first date. Okay. So, let's yeah. talk about the texting after yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Let's, 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 let's hash this Manosphere topic out here for a minute. Okay. Because I have an opinion on this, but I want to hear what you got to say first. Okay, now in my humble experience, I have noticed that when you don't do that and the girl chases you, apparently, like you've got something. 
when they start chasing you, you've got you've got some potential there. If you're the guy who has to chase her, well, it probably burns out or fades away. So I don't text her for three days, and after that, I'm like, ah, what have I got to lose? If she said yes, fine. If she says no, okay, well, nothing of value was lost, as Watson likes to say. So I text her after four days, like, hey, want to meet up? Guess what she sends? And I know there's some womanese in here, but the the way she phrased it, the way she phrased it, you're going to laugh your ass off. I'm waiting. I don't do second dates with guys. <laughs> I read that. I'm like, I know there's a with you in there, an imaginary with you, but just the way you phrase this is not making you look good. It's like, oof. Oh, I just thought that was funny. It's like, no, I don't do second dates where it's like, oh, 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 oh like apparently that. you weren't hitting the G spot on the first round. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Got my no, wait, I did, by the way. Oh, no, I did. Oh, no. <laughs> there was some visual proof of that. I won't go into detail, but you, you cannot shift that on me, old man. That was taken care of. All righty. No, that's but, a, like, a shorter refractory period. Yeah, you need to, your gun needs to reload faster. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the way she phrased it, I don't do second dates with guys where it's like. Well, you know what wow. my response would have been? I would have been like. Great. Let's we how how a second date that wasn't even a first date. <laughs> because no, to I, me, the chick coming over and fucking you or you going to her, whichever doesn't matter. That's not a date. Oh okay, no, fucking. you need the Dutch translation of this. So, uh, not date date. As in, no, I don't hang out a second time with guys. That's when you and that I, I get it. I know what you mean. But you just okay. play it off and go, well, that's fantastic. We weren't hanging out. We were fucking. <laughs> oh, and that's when I get the literal version. No, I don't fuck that guy a second. Yeah, and that's fine. You know, then then at that point, it's like, well, now at least we're being fucking honest here. Mm -hmm. You know, but you just play with it. You know, I didn't you just... even text back. I didn't even. I read that. I was like, I read it. Speechless. I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> but okay. What is your opinion on the text back after a first date? <sighs> Whatever works for you. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, you know, because to me, the it's, it's the same argument as the don't lean in, bro, green lines, all the bullshit that the manosphere likes to pick apart. And they act like they, they know something when, in fact, to me, they're just being clueless and ignorant. Okay. Because... I've waited three dates type of thing or three days and then texted. I've, I've waited a week. I've texted them back the, the next day. I've texted them back 20 minutes after I left mm -hmm. and it all works out. It, it really is context and woman dependent. That's, that's been my experience. And so when guys, Oh, you need to wait three days or, Oh, you need to, and it's like, ah, oh, go fuck yourself. I know at least with the women that I deal with, because I know me, I know what works for me. And so it's, you know what, sometimes ah, this chick, she was a little, 
standoffish or whatever. I'll give her a couple of days. You know, this one here was really interested. Ah, fuck, I'm going to text her back in 15 minutes and say, hey, had a good time. Would love to see you again. And she's jumping all over it. And it's like, Hmm. so, Hmm. you know, I think guys get hung up on details that ultimately a lot of them don't matter. Okay. I don't disagree with you. I'm just more a fan of a, when she's interested, she'll let you know. But usually in my experience, I can tell she's interested when I'm talking to her right then and there. Mm -hmm. This is assuming that I've met her and I've talked to her face to face, which is always my goal, that if I can get her out of the house, her ass is mine. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. So you've already had that. Uh You've had the the notch, so to say. Yeah. After that, then my- I'll text her whenever the hell I want. Okay. Okay. Because I, again, it's a, it's an experience thing. I've mm-hmm. been with women where, hey, you know, like you said, don't care got laid. And I can tell that, eh, you know, it was nice because got the notch, got, you know, got to dump a load. She seemed to have a pretty good time, but eh. And so a lot of times I won't even bother just because, eh, fuck it, I don't care. And so either she'll reach out to me at some point or not, but I may not pursue or I might. It just depends on my mood and how horny I am. But then there's other times I can tell by literally the light in their eyes that it's like, oh, she's interested Mm -hmm. and that's fun. And and so I'll text her right back. You know, I don't wait, you know, I'm going to wait for her to text me. Ah, fuck it. I'll text her back. I don't know. I don't know. Like, um... As I mentioned before, sloth sloth got it there, dude. He said it's yeah. about calibration. Yeah. That's but that's what I'm talking about here. I I do tend to notice, like, so let's say after the first time, whatever, when they're into you, into you, just when they're into you enough that that they want to see you again, they'll let you know, and they'll let you know fast. Oh yeah, they'll let you know in five minutes. Yeah, like you can walk out the door and they'll text you. I've yep. had that. Oh, so have I. Yep, And I'd rather go for those and wait that out sort of thing. Like, okay, is this, is she really interested in me or am I just, again, the plow? No, uh, the other one, breeding stock for her sort of say, which as of late I am. It's like, I told you this before, first chat problems. Like, can I get a girl who asked me how I am? Like, how have you been? Nope, dick. (laughs) That's what you're good for. Nothing else. You don't have feelings. We don't care about that. Eh, don't care, got laid. Yeah, that is true. I, I really, you know, it, whether they like me or they're using me, it's like, oh, no, she used me, Jack. Oh, no, what am I, whatever am I going to do? I don't care. I really just, I don't. It's like, eh. And, and that's, that's what I mean with the whole hashing it out of, do you wait for them? Do you not wait for them? If she gets right back to you, if she doesn't get right back to you, eh, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if she's waiting around on me and I'm waiting around on her to me, that's a lost opportunity happening right there. Mm-hmm. So hey, if I'm interested enough, I'll hit her up rather, you know, I'll hit her up first. It doesn't matter to me. And if she doesn't get back to me, okay, say Next. la vie. Yeah, yeah. Bye. 
Next. Or sometimes they do. It might take them a minute because they're banging some other dude or they're at work or their dog had a hangnail or whatever it is. And sometimes they're, they jump back immediately, you know, and it's like, ah, it's always game on until it's not, you that know, I just assume that it's game on until it's not. If she takes five days to get back to me, I'll respond to her and I'm not going to wait five days to get no, back. No, I don't her. do that either. Like I respond when I want to, and I'm actually a pretty quick responder. It's like, yeah, I, I don't have time for fucking gays. Well, that's it. You know, uh, well, it took her three hours to get back to me, so I'm going to give her six hours. Now, fuck that. I ain't got time for that shit. No, I know. What's uh, the longest you've wanted to get sex from a girl? Um, oh, man, that goes back to my teenage years. Same. Same here. <laughs> same here. Back when I was a teenager, man, I, there was some girls that, you know, I, I had the hots for for fucking months if not mm. even years, you know? And then when I got them, it was like, really? Lame. Well, I mean, it wasn't lame, but it wasn't spectacular. It was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Dre, when you get older, that, that shit tends to die down. You, you, you just, you realize you have so many opportunities and, once you've had enough up, you know, you've been up inside a few, you realize they all kind of feel the same. Some are just more enthusiastic than others. Some look better than others, but it, it all kind of feels the same. It's enthusiasm. This is a funny question. No. no. <laughs> okay. So apparently there's a new law proposition in the Netherlands. Oh, boy. About this. And uh, apparently you can get a 4,000 euro fine if you send out an unsolicited if that's the word yeah it's unsolicited yeah four thousand dollar fine or four thousand euro fine for sending out an unsolicited dick pic well then what is the lesson here kids don't do don't it take pictures of your dick and send them to fucking random women yeah. <laughs> so you can get a four thousand euro fine or <laughs> other bodily pictures where it's like you never talk to a woman diggy you fucking moron it's like but like you need to ask for it first. Can I send you a picture of this? Oh, like Jesus what? Jesus Christ! Just, uh, just don't. Here's the thing, okay? I've never sent an unsolicited or solicited dick pic. Mm -hmm. Even if the girls were like, "Yeah, I want one," I'm like, "You know what it looks like." Yeah. Well, I want a picture of it. I don't care. No, you want to no, see no, no, it? No. You can come see it in person, but I'm not taking a picture of it and sending it to you. No, that is the that is. You the, don't want that on the internet, guys. No, once you it's don't. out of your hands and it's in someone else's, it's in the wild. So yeah. just don't. Like, wasn't there? I keep hearing Ryan mention this that there are a couple of content creators who were stupid enough to do that. Oh, there. Yeah, I don't know who they were. I don't know names, but yeah, there's. Dude, there's a, there's a catalog of guys, both content creators, politicians, political leaders, you name it. There's a whole bunch of guys that seem to lose their fucking minds when it comes to women. And they're sending, whether solicited or not, they're sending dick pics and all kinds of potentially embarrassing pictures. And it's like, why would you do that? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're all hot and bothered by the girl and you think what, that she's going to, 
immediately start like masturbating because she's looking at your cock. Let her do that in person. Don't yes. take pictures of it. You'll only screw yourself over. That's it. That shit will come back and bite you in the ass 10 years from now. Yeah. And bacon, I have no idea. Don't care. Got mine. <laughs> Let's see. Opportunity costs. Let's see. In Rob's offense, the fax machine didn't come out until his 30s. <laughs> Hey, Dre, it didn't come out until five years ago. What are you talking about? I, I had the rotary dial telephone, all right? I oh, just barely got neat. a cell phone. Those were pretty neat. I remember those. Yeah. It's like a little machine gun. Yeah. Goes off. Yeah, it's kind of what it sounds like, too. Mm. I'm bored of the women topic, to be honest. Actually bored of it. Like, I'm at how many? Enough. Remember, do you remember this, by the way? And no, and I don't want your money. Just up front, I don't want your money. But a while back, you bet me that I couldn't get 12 in a year. Do you remember the date? God, no, I don't remember the date. I don't. Do you remember the number? Was it 40 or 38? I don't remember. No, I don't remember either. I remember you and I had this conversation. We were, you were like... I bet you you can do it 12 in a year, which means by this date next year, you need to have 38 or 40. I think it was 40. You sure? I'm not remember. positive, but I think no. it was because I like even numbers. Well, that is true. No, because they needed to be what I had plus 12. And that was either 38 or 40. I don't remember that. I don't either. No. Oh, I'm well, just saying. I'm sure I'm... you've surpassed that by now. 40, no. No. <laughs> Not yet. 40, not yet. <laughs> did Rob yes, ever have Gray, a... Yes, I did. How did that work, actually? How do pages work? Well, it's a little box device that you'd clip onto your pants or your belt or your fucking headband or wherever you decided to wear the son of a bitch. Hmm. And it would beep and it would buzz, kind of like phones do. And you'd click a little button and you'd look at it and it would give you the phone number that because when you called a pager, you dialed the phone number because it's a phone number, just like dialing a cell phone. Mm -hmm. You would dial in a number and then you would have to enter in. It would be almost like a like an answering machine. It would be like, you know, please enter your phone number now. And you could also put in like a code like 911, which means call me immediately or something like that. But you'd put a phone number in for them to call you back at. Okay, and then you would you'd hit like pound, and that would end it, and it would send it out, and then your pager would go off. It'd start beeping and shit, and you'd look at it and go, "Oh, hey, Jack's calling, and he wants me to call him right away." And so then I would have to go to like a fucking payphone or something, and drop a quarter and dial your number, and be like, "What the hell do you want?" Mm. That's how pagers worked. Oh, now I know. <laughs> and Tempest, no. To be, I'm more into basic bitches these days. Yeah, same here. They're low yeah, maintenance. Like, like, you know, well, like because I never had that when I was younger. It's like they they all went for the other guy, but now I am that guy. It's like, oh, I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm gonna enjoy this all the way to wherever what the phrase is. But I am, I am gonna enjoy this. <laughs> Although not if they're wearing a hockey knot. It's like, oh god, Uggs I can live with. Dre. A lot of people did a lot of ridiculous shit. It's kind of like guys that 
wear their pants baggy enough that it's even below their hips and their ass is hanging out and all that. Had a boom it, it was part of that ears. ghetto urban ghetto gangster look. That's what the pager in the headband thing was. Trust me on this. Go watch some late 80s, early 90s shows. You'll see it. It's great. Boombox next to their ears. Like, I have right, a hearing yeah. problem. I wonder why. <laughs> you a hearing problem? No. Mm. Speaking about no. I've been Oh, no. I already told you. I already told you this. We watched Attack of the Clones last week. And I, I was afraid that was going to be the worst one. No. In all honesty, it's not that bad. No. Some scenes are where it's like the, the, the dialogue is a bit where you're like. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, there, there's some stilted spots, but it, it's not bad. No, and I, I did like. No, I didn't like. That was the thing. I didn't like this. Nothing to do with the acting or whatever. But the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Uh-huh. I didn't like that because. Obi-Wan is very condescending towards Anakin mm -hmm. instead of an elderly, an elderly brother fashion, which right. they did manage to do right in the Clone Wars series. That's where it's just, oh, Obi-Wan is like, <laughs> what is it actually? It's just being a bit of a dick, but in a funny sense. In Attack of the Clones, he really is just condescending. It's like, no, Anakin, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I can well, do and, and, and you're not wrong, but when you consider the attack of the clones series that you're talking about, the animated series, mm -hmm. and then you think of Obi-Wan and Anakin in revenge of the Sith. Okay. Now that's a better one. Okay. But you got to understand that Anakin was fairly young, fairly inexperienced. And so was Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. Okay. He kind of became a mentor prematurely because Qui-Gon Jinn died. Mm -hmm. in phantom menace and all of a sudden well obi-wan here you're gonna you're now kind of a jedi knight jedi master kind of thing and here's this padawan now train him even though he literally was a padawan himself true so keep that in mind as far as you know while yeah he was condescending and kind of a dick it's like, well, the dude was only, you know, a handful of years older than him and was still sorting shit out himself. Yeah, it wasn't until true. like the the animated series and Revenge of the Sith when they've both kind of matured and grown up that, okay, now he's that older mentor thing. Mm -hmm. It's wisdom, you know, it's years of wisdom kind of thing, mm -hmm. or at least a couple of years of wisdom. It's, it's funny how... When the first time you see those movies, you don't think about it that way. You're just like, you look at the acting, you look at the scenario, and then you think of the lore a bit, and then it's like, yeah. hey, it does make sense. It does yeah. make sense. I would act that way. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's how I look at it, too. You, you'd, It's like, well, you know, if, if that was real and you, you put in human dynamics into it and put yourself in the shoes, it's like, yeah, I could see me being kind of a dick that way, too, so... Well, true. And hold on, because I want to do two things at the same time. That's not going well. Do you two like any of the new Star Wars movies? No. no. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> no. And Sloth, because he brings up a good point. Exactly. It's too bad that it took a cartoon for that kind of character development, but that's George Lucas. Well, in the show, he had way more time. And he was working with John Favreau and uh, the guy with the hat. 
He's an he's advocate Star Wars fan, always wears a cowboy hat. I don't know what his name is, but they have more time. He had better screenwriters. He had better directors, no studio breathing down his neck. And he didn't have to deal with all the CGI. Well, okay, they, it was an animated show. But as in, I think an animated show is cheaper than all the CGI that went into that movie. I think. Not sure, but I think. And I didn't like Rogue One either, except for that one scene. Well, yeah, when Vader showed up and started oh, kicking yeah. everybody's ass, that was the mm. best part of the movie. Not not even when he started kicking. Okay, there are two scenes. So the first Vader scene with the oh, dialogue. The dude. Yeah, the dialogue. And he did the, the okay symbol, basically, as he was choking the guy. Yeah, that was a yeah. good scene. And then when he showed up on the on the ship and started just ripping everyone to shreds. That, yeah. that was what made the movie for me. It's like, all right, I sat through two hours of ho hum. And then when Vader showed up, it's like, all right, that made it worth it. I remember my girlfriend at the time, I watched it with her and we walked out. She was like, Oh, that was an exciting movie. I looked at her the last two minutes of that movie made it worthwhile. <laughs> just much. done nothing more. She's like, that's the only thing you liked. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. It's the only thing I like. The, the rest, rest was all. It was, yeah, it was meh. Oh, the rest was all diversity hire, killing white males. Well, I mean, yeah, but, look yeah. at it again. That's all it was. It's woman kicking ass and evil white men bad. That's it. That that is the whole movie. It was boring. It was stupid. It was unnecessary. We had Vader kicking ass. That was nice. But other than that, it was nothing more than political rhetoric shoved down your throat via Star Wars. That was it. No. Yeah. But again, like the, the, the dialogue scene with Vader with it would be wise not to choke on your aspirations. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just be, Vader being a dick. Bacon's right there too when he said in fairness to Obi-Wan, Anakin was definitely a pompous dick. He was. Yeah. They both mm -hmm. were. In Attack of the Clones, both of them were dicks. And Anakin was even a bigger pompous dick in, in Revenge of the Sith. Mm, so. True, Dave Filoni. Thanks, Sloth. There we go. Yeah, and no, same too as uh, the Mandalorian. CGI is what held the films back. Yes. Mm, pretty because much. You got more into the effects than you did the storyline itself. I am bacon. I am wearing braces. I've been having them for a couple of months now. Have you ever seen the expanses? What are the expanses? The expanse? No, I have. I, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Sloth. But if that's the name of a movie, I have not seen it. Prequels a bit of fighting yes. here. Yeah, Absolutely. they did so cool. Like there was this YouTube fan project where they did uh, the the duel between Vader and Obi Wan on the Death Star in a modern Star Wars sense, and it actually made sense. Uh huh. No, I've seen it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, so totally cool. Yeah, because they, they basically updated it for the times type of thing compared to the limitations of back then. And mm -hmm. it was a much better scene and it made a lot more sense. Yeah, yep. both of them were quite uh, quite athletic and quite acrobatic. Yeah, but not too much. Like, no, not still... over the top, not over the top, but just better than what you saw in the original movie. It wasn't as stilted and as blocky as it was in the original. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It's on Amazon. It's like Trek and Firefly without aliens. Hmm. I haven't. I definitely have not seen it then, Sloth. No. In all honesty, I'm not that big into sci-fi. 
I oh, like yeah. Star Wars, but that's the actually the only sci-fi I like. It's like never seen Star Trek. Fifth Element, I could barely get through. Uh, what about Alien? I have seen Alien. Okay, or I, or at least Aliens, the second one. That one was. I have good. seen that too. I enjoyed it, but one time thing. It's like ah, eh, watched it. Eh. it. Was cool. Nothing, nothing bad to say about it. But you it was haven't just... seen two thousand one, a space odyssey. Then I imagine. Nope. I still have to watch that though. I do acknowledge the fact that it is probably a very great movie. Out of a it time is, where, for the time that it was made, it was a phenomenal movie. And it's it it it'll if you really can kind of get yourself into it, it'll it'll kind of freak you out a little bit when Hal fucking like. What are you doing, Dave? And it's like, oh fuck, the ship's alive. You know, it's 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 actually kind of cool. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. Yeah, I do remember the references because they did a uh, Treehouse of Horror with The Simpsons, where um, the house gets uh, that board computer, but instead of Hal, it's Pierce Brosnan. Oh, because Marge needs someone to talk to. <laughs> They have Pierce Brosnan's voice. It's actually amazing. And Pierce Brosnan plays Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, he plays himself. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I can't do that, Dave. Yeah. See, I liked 2001 A Space Odyssey, but then again, I'm an old fucker too. So. I have never seen it. I have watched uh, a couple of Kubrick movies, which are, of course, Clockwork Orange, Full Metal Jacket, and there's a third one I watched. Which was eyes, it? Eyes wide shut. Nope. Lolita neither. Um, uh, you're missing out on eyes wide shut. That's actually a pretty decent one. Yeah, that's about the the Democrats, right? <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> oh, that's bad. American politics are boring, by the way. Lately, it's like, oh, they Trump got out of office. Hey. They're, they're, they've always been boring. Yeah, but at least Trump made it a bit funny. It's like, oh, people losing their minds. <laughs> it's like, eh. eh. Now it's just background. Hmm. Okay. Dude, it's always been background to me. Even uh, even under Orange Man, it's always been background to me. It, yeah. And, and it's, maybe it's because I live here, you know, that it's like, eh, this, this, dude, this is every day. What, fuck, who cares? You know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. When you don't pay attention to politics, it's like normal life. Well, and that's, you know... That's how I look at it. It's my dad got all fucking fired up during uh, the reign of Trump. My dad got all fired up because he watches television all day. Back okay? when. So it's the TV's telling him why orange man bad. And my mm -hmm. dad drank that fucking Kool-Aid. Really? I, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's it, when I when would you, have imagined your dad to be a bit more of a Trump supporter, actually. Oh, no, no, no. My dad. No, no. Your dad's a dim. Pretty much. Really? Yep. Huh. Yep. I'm surprised. My, my, I mean, not, not condescending at all, but no, like, I know but, you. And yeah, but it, there's there's a difference there. And that's because one, my dad's he's a baby boomer. And he watches nothing but TV. If he's not working on his cars, he's watching television. Okay. Oh. And I don't watch TV. Okay. I get out and I'm either running my mouth on the internet with you or I'm out doing shit. And so I don't 
have time for television. I don't, it's a waste of time in my book. And so I don't sit around and watch TV. And so when my dad would bring shit up, I'm like, why does it bother you? How is this impacting your day-to-day life? And he just kind of stopped and looked at me because I'm like, Trump doesn't mean shit to me, good or bad. He doesn't mean nothing to me. The guy is not helping me out personally. So what do I fucking care what he does or doesn't do? He's a politician just like all politicians. And so he's not God emperor. He's not the savior of the West. He's just another fucking politician that a whole bunch of people happen to either really like or not like, but he's no Messiah. He's just another guy that it's like, you know what? If he ends the IRS and ends the income tax, then I might say, hey, that's a pretty cool dude. But he did none of that, so fuck it. Because we have elections upcoming week, and um, I wasn't sure who to vote for. I was like, I'm not going to vote, but then I found out that your non-vote goes to the biggest party, something like that. And now it turns out that isn't true, so I might just not vote. But Vote with I, your ass. That's what I did. Yeah. I finally heard a politician say it. Finally. In the Netherlands. He's like, we need to budget. We have been spending too much. We have been overspending. We have been money printing. We don't need to do that. We can cut the income tax if we just do this, that, and that. Then we'll have enough money over for that. We'll stop printing. We'll stop overexpending. We'll start budgeting. We'll save the Dutch taxpayer a lot of money. He'll he'll never end up in office. He'll will never end up in office. No, because he's the guy who got excluded. He's the second biggest party in the Netherlands. And the ruling parties, they outcast him. They're like, no, we don't want to rule with him. Well, yeah, because what he's offering goes against what they, the parties, the other parties want. And he's a bit of an, uh, he's very advocate, he's a big, big advocate on uh, not having too many Muslims in the Netherlands. So that's kind of working against him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because the other wanted What what was it again? He made a remark about, what did he say again? And I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something like, if you cut out all the extremes from the Quran, you will have nothing bigger than a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And well, with phrases like that, it's yeah, not. That, that's not going to win a, a popular vote. Well, the, the, the weird thing is, again, he is the sec- second biggest party in the Netherlands because right. we've had a ton of. Um, crime increase when it comes to um immigrants yeah we just had i know you can't say that and uh, it's just a statistical fact but he brings that up a lot and well the working classes as in the the people who live let's say in the not so fancy neighborhoods well they get confronted by that and there are a lot of people who do that and so a majority of them vote for well it's a wilders People have heard of Wilders, I guess, in the Netherlands as well. Or, uh, sorry, in the States as well. But he's also the guy who knows about budgeting, where it's like, 
you're making it hard, man. Like, I don't agree with you on your policies on immigration and Islam and stuff, but the only guy who mentions budgeting, and that kind of outweighs everything when it comes to me. It's like, well, he knows how to handle his money. It's like, what do you guys got? Oh, we have to save the poor. It's like, Sorry, can't do that. Ooh. Throwing money at poverty isn't going to solve it. No, but we, you and I have been saying that for years, and we're not in office. <laughs> that would be the day. It's like, hey, we're going to cut spending. We're going to budget. We're going to make you responsible for the decisions you make in life. Well, there, there it is right there. That's why your guy will never get in and get into power. He's saying we need to hold ourselves and each other and everybody accountable and responsible. Yeah, fuck that. No one wants that. Nah, I mean, I've said it before. We live in an irrational state of emotionalism. It is insane. Again, with COVID, I didn't tell you this. I didn't tell you this. Apparently, an article came out in the Dutch news. Or did I tell you this? I don't remember. I don't think you did. They haven't had a case of the flu this year. Huh. And last, the in, the the entirety of no flu. no flu, no no flu in the entire year of twenty twenty, no wow, flu. Wow, that is a fucking not, record. Not even one case of the normal flu. It's like, well, ain't that a coincidence? It's like, I'm not kidding. This was a major mainstream news outlet. No cases of the flu. None. Like, I love it. Yeah, and nobody, nobody's like, hmm. Didn't know about that, buddy. <laughs> it's a Festivus miracle. <laughs> but who we're pre I mean, headbang wall, Rob. We're banging uh, our head against the wall. No, no, I'm not. I'm just laughing. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, I've I've kind of all but given up on society and just I'm gonna just do my thing. I don't give a fuck. Well, that is true. That is true. Even though, like, I'm complaining a bit right now, I am putting forward some action, and my index funds are uh, they're doing well. Nice. And the plan is coming together. I've, I kind of feel like Thanos, but the Infinity Stones are my investments, and they're almost coming together. Where it's like, oh, I can almost do it. Almost. <laughs> Snap. And then I'm gone. <laughs> nice. I've been having conversations with my friends about that, by the way. What would you do with the glove? So I want to ask you. I asked Cappy already. What would you do if you had it? The Infinity Conflict. Probably the exact same thing he did. I'd wipe out half. Really? Yep. Huh. Dude, I'm an equal opportunity exterminator. <laughs> there, There is no group in particular that I look at and think, I'm going to wipe them out, but I'm not going to wipe them out. It'd be like, nah, the, most people in my book, they're, unless you show me through action, I kind of default to you're all equally worthless. And so it's like just because of whatever your political leaning is or your, uh, your, your skin color is or whatever, I really don't care. It's like eh, most people, the majority of them are wastes of skin. And so well, let's do away with half. It, hmm. it leaves it leaves more opportunity than for the other half. Okay. So. And I don't know if I'm right about this. So my friend and I were talking about this yesterday, and I was like, okay, so Thanos wiped out half, but he did nothing about 
as, say, government spending and government debt. So what he actually did was double the personal debt people would have because half of the population disappeared. So he actually also half the politicians and half the government, too. Yeah, that's true. But the debt stays. He didn't have the national debt. And there's less people to tax. So the less people Trust you have. Trust me, the, the government, I don't think, would be worrying too much about taxation at that point. When Isn't that their main worry? Half of them. Well, it is under normal times. But when you got the God glove and you snap your fingers and half everyone just disappear, I, I don't think they're going to be worrying too much about that. They're going to be like, <laughs> like an anthill that you just smashed with your foot and they're all kind of wriggling around and what the <laughs> fuck, you know, trying to figure shit out. That's more what's going to happen. Mm. So, uh, you know, I, you're definitely going into a, a different, uh, dimension, I guess that it's like, oh, I never thought about it, but that doesn't make it so. And, and, and if I was even one of the half that had to go, all right, at least then I don't have to worry about being taxed or anything at that point. Mm. Not my problem anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, but I was wondering about the, the economical, the economical backlash of all of that, where it's like, okay, what would happen then? Because Tempest brings up a good point. Less welfare. That's true. See? So all in all, it... I think it would be, I think it would even out is what would yeah. happen. Well, because when you think of taking out half, and like I said, the way Thanos brought it up, the way I'm talking about it, where you're not specifying this group, but not that group. You're looking at the population as a whole, seven point whatever billion people, half. Yeah. All all ages, colors, races, demographics, genders, political leanings, governmental leanings, it doesn't matter. Half are gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, it, you're going to have a whole different type of world showing up because, dude, take out half. And that means half the politicians, half the welfare recipients, half the sick people, half the healthy people, mm -hmm. half the old, half the young, <laughs> half the men, half the women. It's half. I think Clary could do this. He can calculate in the economical uh, eh, reaction to all of this. Clary's biased. He's well, biased. that's true. No, but what if you pay him for an asshole consulting to make a non-biased? Uh, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't be bothered. <laughs> no, Sammy, I won't pay him for shit. But <laughs> uh, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Sloth is right, and I've said this before, and I don't. Ah, oh man, I said this before anyway. Nature, COVID, in all honesty, is God's gift to man. Like, you've had these environmentalists complaining about depopulation and whatever. So nature is like, hey, you know what? Going to give you COVID. And oh, no. Oh, I'm so scared. Dude, COVID is nothing. No, I know. I, I, where they're talking about the Black Death and they're talking about the Spanish <laughs> flu. Yeah, th this isn't the, even the Spanish flu. You, you, If you haven't looked into that one, Jack, you need to the look Spanish into the Spanish flu. flu. From back in the, the early eight, 1900s, it was during World War I. Mm -hmm. And the reason it was called the Spanish flu is because <laughs> Spain was the first country to report about it. Oh. But it originated here in the United <laughs> States. Really? Uh, yeah, it started here. But because we were in the middle of World War I, 
the troops that got infected with it were going overseas to fight and they were spreading it all over. The Germans were getting sick. The Italians were getting sick. Everybody was getting sick. And Spain was kind of playing like Switzerland. They were staying out of it. But when the Spanish people started getting sick, Spain started reporting it because the, the, the like us and the Germans and everyone that was involved in the war, nobody wanted to talk about it because they didn't want to demoralize their own side. So nobody was talking about it except Spain, which is why it got the name the Spanish flu. Okay. But it was killing people healthy, sick. It didn't matter. And it was killing young men, young women in the prime of their lives, prime of their health, dead in 48 hours in some cases. That from the time that you contracted symptoms to be dropping dead, two days. That's Dang. what this thing was doing. Oh, yeah. It, the Spanish flu was fucking brutal, dude. I mean, it, it was no bubonic plague. It was no black death, but it was it was bad. They had about a 17 to 100 million deaths. That's a wide margin, though. That's a wide margin. But damn. How much does COVID have? Let's see. Oh, COVID. <laughs> COVID deaths worldwide. No, not in the Netherlands. So in the Netherlands, it's 15,989 deaths. Worldwide, 2.64. 2.64 million? Yeah. Okay. The Spanish flu, if At I recall. Seven. Well, At worldwide. Least. And that I was going to say is I want to say it was somewhere around like 2 million in the United States. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and it went around the planet a couple of times. Okay. It was a pandemic. Okay. We're getting demonetized, by the way, for this because we mentioned the C word. I'm just saying. I mean, we I didn't know. even curse. We're just mentioning, well, edgy topics, I guess. Well, you got to have somewhere to talk about that, I guess. So right. I had this conversation with my dad. So there was this lady on TV, and she's like, I have heart problems. I have kidney problems. I have bladder problems. And I that's why COVID will kill you. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at the TV. I'm like, well, when your time comes, your time comes. He's like, well, old people from old people from 58 should just die, shouldn't they? That's yeah. his own birth year. And I'm just looking at him. I'm like, and with his weight, and I just look at him. I'm like, well, it's not like you're trying to prevent it. Like, there you go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not like you're doing anything to help yourself out here. Uh, all yeah. all COVID is is it's a herd thinner. That's all it is. If yeah. you're healthy, you're you're gonna you know you had it and you're like I have a headache and then you were fine. My friend had it as well. Another friend of mine, he had it this past week, and we kind of had the same symptoms. And he had muscle soreness as well, which was funny. I looked at him and I was like, "Yeah, the muscle soreness." Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like all the training we did came back at once. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's a good way of phrasing it." Like yeah. it, the muscle ache was a bit, but it's like, "Oh, especially in the legs," but that lasted for about. Three days. That was it. And after that, it's like, okay, now what? Well, we move on. That's it. I don't know about, like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist about the vaccine and all that and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't like that now in the Netherlands, they're trying to do vaccination pass. No, vaccination passes. I understand the vaccination passport because we already have those. All right. We, already yeah, have we even have we even have them here. If I want to go to 
uh, like Southeast Asia, I need to get a shot for malaria. Yeah. Because malaria will fucking kill you. Yeah. You so know, if, you if know, you're not I, used to it, it's it can be a pretty bad thing. Yeah. So I understand that. But they now want um, vaccination. Yeah, it's, ba- hmm? it's basically proof that you've been vaccinated. Yeah, for like festivals or concerts or yeah. movie theaters. Well, you, and watch, yeah, kind of- you watch, they're going to make it that it's going to be a condition of employment. That if you want to have a job or keep your job, you have to show proof that you've been vaccinated. That's where yeah. this is going. And that's where I'm kind of like, yeah, but I'm healthy. I haven't had my flu shot because I had asthma when I was younger. So I'm still on that list of uh, at-risk people, I guess. Something like that. But I haven't had my normal flu shot in years. It's like, I've, no, never, I've never had a flu shot. Hmm. Oh, and I, I had the flu back in 2000. Hmm. Yeah. But that's I the have only time year. in my life I've had it. It was one time in 2000. And I've never had it since, never had it before. It's it, it sucked for a couple of days, and then after that, you got over it and you moved on. Yeah, I mean, but again, rational state of emotionalism. I think it's more of a thing of fear than health, if you know what I mean. Like, oh, yeah, it's I'm all fear. afraid to get it. I'm afraid yep. to get it. That's it. Instead of just getting it and see what happens. It's like, eh. Yep, but again, is right. again, Rob, you and I are talking. I mean, we're banging our head against the wall. Yeah, pretty much. The people in power, and I said this yesterday on Twitter, like, do not be fooled. Our ruling class are... It, it came down to that we're being ruled by scared, afraid little girls, actually. Yep. Who just want safety. I want my safety. I want to be safe. It's like... There's no such thing. No, I mean I could die walking out this walking out this door in a bit. Yeah, you could. I mean, Dude, there could you, be some you could have an embolism in your head while you're drinking your coffee and keel over in your chair right now. Oh man, I thought about that yesterday. What if I die on camera? What will Rob do? <laughs> no, I don't know why, but I had that thought where I was like, "Oh my god, nobody can put off Streamyard." I would be like, "This would keep on broadcasting for like hours." Well, after about, it. I think it's after about eight hours, it would shut off. Like, <laughs> oh my God, because you can turn it off. No. You can like exit the stream. But yeah, I can leave, that. but I couldn't, I couldn't turn off the stream. No, no that would be horrible. That, happened, that actually happened to Nick August a while ago. He died on screen? Well, <laughs> he might as well have. He wow. was, I, I, I think, was it his... It was either his election one or he did a New Year's one or something. Fucking guy like got hammered and then like fell asleep and left StreamYard running. And it because it turned into like a seven hour stream. And I'm thinking, oh my God, the dude actually sat there for seven hours straight and talked. Oh no, he went and passed out. <laughs> he wow. just left it running. <laughs> Wow. And then he came back on again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, this is uh, still going. <laughs> <laughs> is that still on or did he take it down? Uh, I, I don't guess know. he took it down. I, I, I don't know. You'd have to go look. But I, I think it was his election night stream. But it was like a seven hour and change stream. and and But yet he was only on for like three hours. Hmm. I mean, we, just, we all do stupid shit online, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know me. I mean, let's be honest here. You know me. There have been a lot of times after the show, after I pushed that end 
on end broadcast button. Wow, that took me way too long. Where it's like, did I say something bad? Like, oh shit. Like, oh. And then you have to like, Jack, don't worry. You'll be fine. Nothing's yeah, you're fine. Nobody cares. It's like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then after one day, that finally settles down where like, okay, nobody texted me. Nobody found out. Okay, I'm safe. Yeah, you're fine. As long as you don't do weird shit. Even with mentioning my dating experience where it's like, well, I'm not lying. No, no. I'm not mentioning names. No, dude, you're overthinking it. Yeah, I know. I to do that quote, To quote Chest and Ryan, dude, you ain't shit and it's okay. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, you, and you it's know, true. It's not like you know you're Joe Rogan or you're Snoop Dogg or you're uh, uh, Prince Harry Merkel or one of them guys where the whole world's watching you, dude. Besides the assholes in the chat and maybe four other guys, nobody knows who you are. Oh, I, I so. did want to say this, by the way. I, I I wanted to have said this during a red evening. Prince Harry looks like a guy who would chest feed his child. And that's all I have to say about him. It's like, that's how he looks. Like, oh, I'm all about equality. And Megan told me that this is normal. We're going to raise our child gender fluid. Prince so. Harry is a guy who's been broken by a woman. That's all yeah. he is. It's like, it's okay he looks for a man like to the majority you. of Americans here. He looks like the majority of men in America. He's mm. an American now. You know, he might as well be. So, yeah. Yeah. Chest feed. Yeah, that's how he looks. Yeah, just, like he's like he's gonna, just... you know, boob feed, you know, like women do. Yeah, but, but guys then... can do it too. The moment I had a conversation like that with a coworker was the day I knew. Done. Like yeah. I'm giving up on the West. It yeah. is done. I am not playing anymore. No. That's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, if anything, it's like I told you about the one where you were having the argument with your ex-girlfriend or whatever about politics and yada yada yada. And I was just like, ah, dude, you just you 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 agree and amplify. Yes, queen. Oh, that was not about politics. That was her complaining about um our uh about my best friend who's married to a hot wife and who is now even hotter after pregnancy. Okay, well, either she way, complained. But, but you wanted to kind of debate with her, and it's like, there's your first mistake, yes, and so all you needed debating. to do is is just, you just agree with her, yeah, you're right, baby, ass queen, you just- 35, up. 35 and over, have a love kids, have as much kids as you like. That's right, just, you just 45. agree and push them out the door, fuck it, it's not worth your time, I it's like so gold. not worth it. When, when, the, when the women get up on the soapbox, you cheer them on and then walk away and go have a beer and, and just pat them on the head and stick the fucking look what I did on the fridge. You know, that's it. You just, it is not worth the time. Yeah. That, it is a me problem. I still have some effort with that where it's like, ah, eh, but you're wrong. You're right though, but you know what? You'll get there because all it'll take is a couple more arguments and then you'll be there and you'll realize, oh, you know what? I, I just spent a half hour arguing with a woman and you think banging your head against the wall and then you're going to be like, you know what? I could have been building Legos. I could have been lifting weights. I could have been drinking coffee. I could have been having a smoke in peace. I could have, I could have been taking a nap. I could have been having Ben and Jerry's, which I did. 
Right. You could have been having Ben and Jerry's earlier. And after that, then you'll realize, yeah, I'm not doing that again. I want my Ben and Jerry's. I want my smoke. I want to go squat. You want to, whatever it is you want to do. And so you just agree with them because then it takes the piss out of their sales that, you know, because you're not fighting with them. You're not arguing with them. You're not debating them. You just, yep, you're right. You know, fuck yeah. Women over 40 are the way to go. And you can have kids well into your sixties and have a dozen of them. And then just mm-hmm. move on. Yep. Just move on. It's so not worth it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just a shame sometimes. I mean, let's be honest. You want to have a girl around a bit. Where it's like, ah, oh, God damn it. And you think, like, I... Before... Dre's right. You know, we, that's know. What we, we need to agree and amplify the dickheads on Twitter, the, the Save the West guys. We need a yes king. Yeah, we just I, need to fucking do it to them, too. What I, what I mean to say <laughs> is... First of all, when they start doing that, I only get entwined into the discussion after I get what I wanted. Because then it's just like, ah, I already got what I want. But it would be nice just to have one of them sticking around and not being a total quanta haha. Where it's like, hey, yeah, I understand the way of the world, but who am I who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? It's like, hey, I want to shit gold. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Like, oh, okay. So every time I hear somebody say this, I will now interpret that as well. I want to shit gold too. <laughs> That's what I want. And yeah, Dre, like, uh, have ten kids and wife of a single mom. Yeah, what about right. your legacy? Well, that's you right. are my it's legacy. That's right. See, that's another group we need to support. Then maybe this. they'll shut the fuck up and go away. We'll just yes, you guys need to go out and be in the woods with your daggers, killing bears and raising kids while your woman's fucking pregnant and barefoot. Yeah, dude, we just need to agree and amplify those assholes just to shut them the fuck up. This YouTube channel is my legacy. This is the only place I can share my opinion unfiltered. So, <laughs> I mean, when my job finds me, it's like, oh, you had horrible opinions about women. Well, women gave me that. <laughs> Double down on it. Uh, You're a misogynist. That's Mr. Misogynist. <laughs> right. I did love the old Donovan Sharp, though. Oh, that, the, the no fap guys, too. All of them guys. That's right. Guys, do not touch your penis except to wash it. It's bad for you to ejaculate. We need to. You will grow hair on too. your palms. Dude, you will I'm, go insane and go blind. Yes, yes, you will go blind and grow hair on your palms. So we need, we, that's what we need to be is the, we need to go on the offense here. We need to be like this, this military crew that whenever you see these dipshits talking stupid shit, instead of getting into arguments with them about it, just agree with them. Just agree and see if they just shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Cause that's what I want. That's why I haven't been on Twitter in like a week. It's like, ah, oh, fuck all this. I'm tired of this nonsense. And so it's like, ah, oh, we need to come back and just start agreeing with them. When they say Jesus is the way or Allah is the way, praise Allah, praise Jesus. You're right, brother. Hail Mary. And we're going to save the West from degeneracy. Fuck it. Maybe they'll shut the fuck up then. <laughs> they start saving the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is now a nofap channel. We're all about uh, masculine internal energy. What, how do they phrase that? I, I'm going to change my uh, profile picture that I when I turn the camera off. I'm going to put my the helmet on that I had on my uh, Twitter profile for a while. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put that on there next. That's We're going right. to be about Deus Deus Volts. 
That's right. That we just need to start just amplifying that nonsense, man. Just maybe then, because they're they're really just a bunch of women too, because they don't know when to shut the fuck up either. And so maybe they'll shut up then. I it's don't worth think a shot. Good. Well, it's worth a shot because when we try to 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 reason with them, they just double down. So I'm thinking, let's just play their game with them, mm-hmm. and and then maybe they might be like, well. Yeah. Well, now I have nothing more to say. So maybe we need to tell guys, don't lean in, bro. Green lines. Oh, God. Yeah, that thing. Don't lean in. I forgot about that. He's making bank of it now. He's selling shirts with green lines. Yeah, and people are buying he, it. Yeah, I, I, I'm highly suspicious of that. Not that he's not selling them. I believe he's got his little T-shirt store. That's, yes. But that he's selling a bunch of shirts, eh, I'm not buying it, dude. Uh, he he, he, he might have sold. Let's put it this way: he's not going to quit his day job selling t-shirts. Okay, no. the dude, he's if he's making any money, it's to buy himself cheap beer like I do. That's all he's doing. He's not. He's not making fucking bank off it. The fucking guy ain't smart enough to make bank. True, pretty much. So we're going to wrap this one up. Hit the like. Mm, comment down below about uh, what should they comment about, Rob? What should they comment about? Oh. We've had so much to talk about today. What would you do with the Infinity Gauntlet? <laughs> I want to know what my subscribers I already told you half. No, not you. Oh. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I want to know what kind of psychopaths I have subscribed to my channel. What would oh, you do with I, the I Infinity Gauntlet? I saw some Gauntlet? shit earlier. There's a couple that are not only psychopathic; they're sadistic. They want to. They yeah. want to inflict pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> Comment down below. What would you do with the Infinity Gauntlet? Let me know who I have to block from this channel. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not having this. Uh, Leave a like, subscribe if you haven't, and if you want exclusive content, become part of the private community by becoming a member by clicking the join button. That's all I have. Rob, where can people find you? Robsays.net. Link is in the chat. Take us out. Meh. Say.